Hello, and welcome to 50 Now What? I'm your host, Alicia Sutton, and today's episode is Staying Stylish in Your 50s. Now, we've come a long way to make it to this season in our life, and there are some fashion trends we're glad to leave behind that are probably still in your closet, and some others you hated to see fade away that are probably also still in your closet. But no matter what, you want to look good and feel good in your clothes and style. Well, today we'll be getting some inspiration and how-to advice from award-winning designer and branding expert, Rebecca Forrest. A little bit about Rebecca? Well, Rebecca is best known for her work as a costumer and celebrity stylist for television and film. And you'll find today her empowering advice inspires her clients and community to reach their dreams with actionable steps. Her work in front and behind the camera focuses on faith, authenticity, and positive thinking. Rebecca built her career in entertainment, shaping the culture of popular dress by collaborating with directors, producers, network executives, and actors from the screen to the red carpet. She has worked with many artists over her 12-plus years in commercials, film, and television, including Mike Coulter, Michael B. Jordan, Glenn Close, Brad Pitt, Corbin Reed, Anna Kendrick, Owen Wilson, Kiki Palmer, Tamara Moore-Housley, Jeannie May, and the cast of ABC's Blackish, for which the costume design team led by Michelle Cole received an Emmy nomination. Rebecca Force is truly a force, and we are super excited to have her with us today. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Alicia. How are you? I am wonderful and happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, and we're so happy to have you with us. Well, we've talked before at length and we we got some things that you know that I've been through and we're going to address some of those things. And uh, some will be, shouldn't be too surprising, but I know you can handle it. But one of the things about being 50 and being at this point in stage in our life is comfort has become the key. Mm -hmm. And I'm not willing to sacrifice it like I did years ago you know the whole mantra pain is beauty kind of over that but I still want to look good and women like me we still want to look good you know I don't feel old but there have been some concessions that I've made and I'll need to seek your advice because (laughs) I have a little bit of an admission oh I can't wait to hear this I'm just I'm just I think it's better if I show you okay I'm nervous and excited at the same time it's a slow reveal it's my crocs (laughs) I mean I, I am for my Crocs and I have, I have a blue pair and I've gotten them all blinged out and I have a bright pink pink. Yes. I got them on there. What kind of gibbets do you have? Tell me, what is the story of your Crocs? Okay. Let me, I got to bring up the story because I I don't know if you can see these, (laughs) but okay. So I have, this is my black girl magic Mm -hmm. and one of my favorite places is Paris. So I have that little, my little Paris gibbet there. And of course I got the crown because you know queen uh and uh and you know what because since we're talking about shoes i don't wear heels like i used to my stiletto so i have one on my crocs that's right just to remind people just to remind people this is where i used to be it's a nod to (laughs) to where it is if i wanted to i could if i want to (laughs) if i wrap these feet up i can still i can still work them um i won't go far but i still can wear them so i wear them on my crocs and i have another pair that is my bright Double pink pair. I call it my my love girl pair. Oh. And they're just bright pink. And I just put the butterflies on yes, here and out of and all about love. And the starfish. I love, love my my little starfish. I love I love the beach. You know, in yeah. West Coast you gotta yeah, you gotta be a beach girl. Yeah. And so this is kind of how I how I 
how how I'm riding it right now. Yes. You know, and I wear it as appropriate, and I do try to style around it. Like that's why I bought some to match. Right, right. And okay. I see some more Crocs, and and I see more Crocs in my future, Rebecca. You know, there's Crocs I see more with Crocs heels. in my future. I'm gonna send you a picture. They have Crocs with heels. Yeah, it's it's an oxymoron. I don't know why they would do that, but I love your Crocs. I don't know why they would do it, but I'm gonna find them. Out. <laughs> yeah, you can find them. It's definitely a vibe. You got me thinking. They got Crocs with heels. Yeah, okay. I love your Crocs. I think they're fantastic. It kind of does. And, it kind of does. And they're a conversation starter. You could be out and some beautiful person now has the opportunity to speak to you and ask for your phone number based off this wonderful conversation they had about your Thank Crocs. Thank you. Yes. So anybody that's been giving me side eye about these lovely Crocs of mine, you can go sit down. Exactly. Because somebody going to walk up and ask me, well, tell me about them butterflies, girl. Exactly. Tell me about the butterflies on your shoes. You'll say Crocs, about this. really? And you'll say yes, really? And then you'll yes. just start. That'll be your meat cue. I love it. My me cute. I got me cute stuff. I got me cute stuff. I'm loving it. Oh, so there. Crocs are for me. There. Boom. And I'm wearing them. And now, Rebecca, you were talking about, um, you know, editing, editing your closet. And what are you finding with people when they actually edit their closet? How are they actually wearing the clothes in their closet? Or are you just asking them to just how much of their closet are people actually even using? Yeah, you know, it's funny because people always get embarrassed when they, they're like, oh, don't judge me by my closet. But most people's closets have this, you know, the same things in common. They only wear 10% of their clothes. They don't wear the other parts of what's in their closet. When we go through and edit, I hear over and over again, oh, I haven't seen this in a while. Oh, don't judge me by this. I never wear it. <laughs> you know, most people are wearing this, this tight capsule of clothing over and over again for various reasons. Those are their favorite pieces. Those are the only pieces that fit their recent weight gain or weight loss. And so one of the, the first process that we do after having our conversation is dividing everything into three groups. We edit out and purge. So we give away to charity or goodwill. And then there's a pile to give to, give to family and friends, those things that you don't necessarily want them to just go off in the universe. You want to see them again. Right. See someone else enjoy them. I call it bless somebody else. And then there's a a small pile for memories and things that you're really attached to and have a story behind them. You can't wear them, but you also can't let them go. I get it. I get it. I I have some aspirational pieces that I, that I I don't know if I want to give away or if I want to keep aspirational pieces. This is why I don't don't let clients keep aspirational. That when I lose weight clothes, because by the time you lose that weight, you will be a different Alicia. And she won't even want to wear those clothes. I I won't want it. I won't want that gold sequin dress that I bought 10 years ago. You're probably, you know what? You're right. (laughs) (laughs) So there you have. Most people only wear 10% of their closet. So we're going to separate when we do that purge. We're going to look at all of that. And then we're going to go into our three piles. I want to say it again. You got your one. You're going to. You're going to give, give away. away, donate to charity. You're going to bless somebody donate. else and give it to a friend or family bless. member. And then you're going to have a very, very small pile of things that have memories in them that you know you're not going to wear, but you definitely can't let go of. Beautiful. And another thing, um, and I know you you know about this, is that, you know, as you age, your body does it does change. Mm-hmm. And there are just things that aren't, aren't going back. And mm-hmm. you can do all the yoga. You can take all the spin classes. But there's a little little pooch somewhere that's mm-hmm. just 
it's just there to stay. Embrace it, and I'm loving it. Yeah. And with all that, and uh, and I've and I've also blossomed into looking into these colors. And I know I'm not alone. You've yes, I love your bright pink that you have on today. This is this is where I'm at. This is where I'm sitting Vibrancy. comfortable at. And yes. and uh, I mean, I know pink has made a comeback at least for me. At first, I think it's probably been around it's probably just been me just noticing it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I mean but, it's hot pink it's the it's the throwback to the 80s I feel like Pantone recycles uh colors like every generation and this uh, year we've got this pop of pink and people are calling it Barbie core but I mean it Barbie was core. it was hot in the 90s <laughs> it was really popular was. in the 80s so you're you're right on trend and timeless at the same time Oh, perfect. My question is, what is making its comeback? So I'm loving the pink. Are there anything else that we can see and anticipate coming back for some of us throwback 80s, 90s folks that we can kind of welcome back? Yes. You know, it's funny you mentioned this because my mother is a seasoned woman, as she likes to call herself. Um, It's 77 years old. and um, Go on season. Yes, Barbara Jean. And she loves to shop. She has several closets. But what she does is she does tear sheets from Vogue and Essence. And she goes through all the magazines and pulls out what's what's trending now. And then she'll just style and shop in her closet. Oh, I love that. If you have a classic style of dress, really, you're not going to go out of style. You might be on the cusp because of the shape of a notch collar or the width of a pant leg or the shade of a color. So like pink two years ago or five years ago was like millennial pink, which is a lot lighter. And now people are in this Barbie core look. So I think it's less about trends and more just like staying current and true to your style. I absolutely love that because that's one of the things like, uh, you know, my, my closet's right here and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can kind of keep that. And, um, and then some stuff I'm going, yeah, no, that may need to go or just wait. So I guess maybe the advice is if you got it, maybe hold on to it long enough and maybe see it come back or. You know what I do with my clients? We do things. I, first of all, before we can shop or have the makeover, we do a closet cleanse. So we can do it virtually or I, I go in person, but we make three piles and that is to donate to give to a friend I say like bless your, your sister or your aunt or somebody you, you know because you don't want to you want to see it again a lot of people are very connected to their items and they they remember <laughs> like I remember the party I wore that to or the graduation of a niece I wore that to and you don't want to see it go to the goodwill and to like someone you don't know you want to see it again right and then I have a very small pile of things that are just sentimental and have so much value in your heart you can't let them go even if you don't wear them even if you don't wear them so I definitely suggest purging before you shop that is excellent advice that is excellent advice i'll I'll keep my class jacket but a couple yes keep that for the month of october i'll keep that (laughs) and and then try to go through the rest and and that was actually i mean you're you're hitting it spot on because i don't want to look outdated Mm -hmm. but you still want to be I hate to use the word appropriate, but what, if anything, can you call off limits? It doesn't seem like there's a whole lot that's off limits, but are there? Is it just me? Listen, Tabitha Brown is one of my favorite people on the whole planet. And I love how she minds her business and encourages everyone to do the same. And I really feel like there is no appropriate dress. You know, there was a, a time where makeover shows were very popular and they kind of faded from television, right? Like what not to wear yeah. and um, how old do I look? And I think a big part of people rejecting those shows is that bodies 
And the way you look, the way you are, not your your goal, but the way you are today is more than enough and acceptable. And so there's no no rules of like, if you're this age, your hemline needs to yes. be here. If you're this age, yes. you can't wear cutouts. You know, I saw on Instagram, this woman was celebrating her 80th birthday and she had yes. on a cream sweater and the chest yes. had the slash cutouts in it. Did she have a slash? I said, go, mom, go. Get it. Okay, get it. She was get it. beautiful, beautiful. And, and just oh, walking that. with her cane to the beat and it was everything. And that is what <laughs> she wants to wear. That is what she should wear. And that is, that's the only rule. If that's what you want to wear, pain is not beauty anymore. Confidence is beauty. So if you're comfortable and you're confident, you look beautiful. Ladies listening today confidence is beauty it is coming from within and i am loving this frequency i'm loving this vibration that's a lot more inclusive of who you are as a woman and you don't make it to this season in life without having enough experience to bring to the table to walk in your truth and in your light. And that's why I have Rebecca here today to remind mm-hmm. us, yes, wear your cutout slashed out shirt. Like, now, if that's what you like. <laughs> now, if we're getting into, let's say, okay, you you, you love the 90s. And I, I love, I, I do. you know, I'm a child of the 90s. I love the 90s and I love that. But is there, like you say, trying to take a nostalgic look, mm-hmm. but still refresh it. You know, you don't, you don't always want to look like you're trapped in your, I love salt and pepper and De La Soul, but you know. Yes, yes. But sometimes you just want to, you want to take it and not improve upon it, but yeah. is, is there a place for using nostalgia and keeping it refreshed Absolutely. in a way that doesn't make you look completely trapped? Absolutely. One of my mentors, Julie Weiss, she's Academy Award nominee um, in costume design. And she says she loves people watching. She can tell by looking at a person when their heyday was, like when they thought this is my best life because they are stuck in that decade in their silhouette. (laughs) Even if they're shopping at free people, you know, people who love the 70s are drawn to free people. Free people. Every brand has like their vibe and aesthetic. There's nothing wrong with being inspired by the time that you felt the most joy. There's just a way to do it so it doesn't look like a costume and it looks more like your style. You know, so that's exactly what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. You you don't want to look like it's I mean, it's one thing when you're amping it up because it's Halloween or there's a theme party and stuff right. like that. So, yeah, you're going to go all out and you're going to have your box hat on and your, you know, uh, the stuff that you have pulled in the back of your closet, which I which I still have. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think the but, people who are in charge now of television make the decision makers of television, film and fashion grew up in the 90s. Because yeah, look me. at the colors and the color blocking. <laughs> it reminds me of something. I love it. And cross colors. Cross colors. I saw, I, I was watching the show on Netflix, Georgia Girl. and Jenny, and one of the characters had on a straight up cross colors outfit. I mean, new, <laughs> but her denim, one leg was red, one leg was yellow. The belt loops were green. I, I think I have I those. I love it. I think I have, yeah. I know I had those and I, I feel bad that I, I allowed myself. And like you said, with all of those, I, I love that you mentioned those makeover shows and whatnot to wear and stuff like that. I think there was a point where I allowed a lot of that stuff to seep in and I kind of got shamed out of things that I loved because of where I thought I needed to be in like in my 40s mm-hmm. and you know and I was and I was working and I had a very conservative look and you know it kind of seeped into every part of 
how I was living my life was how I needed to look as a 40-year-old, you know, career woman. And I looked up, I had everything was black, everything was a collared shirt, everything was some kind of a suit. And I do love a suit, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I wanted a, I want a pink suit, you know, and I, I want to wear something like that. And so I'm glad that we're talking about that. So there's a lot of people like me who did probably a very misdirected, unintentional purge and now are kind of reaching back and are at free people and, and looking for some of those nostalgic things. (laughs) I, if I can find a pair of cross colored pants, Alicia's putting them on. They are out there waiting for you. They are out there. I are out there. (laughs) I want to go to, and I see you have a rack behind you, so I don't want to, you know, we can talk about this all day, but I I do want to get into some, how you're messaging, Mm -hmm. how you are, what it is that you want to say Mm -hmm. with your clothes and how, what, even with all the options there, if you're being intentional about how you want to message and if you're looking for the, you know, the date clothes, the date night clothes and still staying authentic to yourself, there are certain little tweaks and things that you may want to gear yourself toward. Mm -hmm. Um, I know a lot of it's kind of like the psychology of what you're trying to message. So we're going to talk a little bit about that when we get into our kind of our, our breakdown. And we talked about shoes and, and we talked about comfort and also how to, I guess the word I want to look for is, is there a way we can be looking at comfort shoes Mm -hmm. that improve, you know, how you're, how your your posture because a lot of how you are presenting and messaging is how you're standing what is what is your advice absolutely true i think that this is the constant battle right comfort over style or people are like is this cute enough or can you be comfortable and sexy and the answer is yes you know thankfully our you know vice president put converse back on the map and showed that she can be dressed up and ready to you know, take on the world with sneakers on. I mean, Serena Williams is known to wear sneakers with evening wear. And in general, it's just very, I mean, accepted now, like the the new ballet flat is a sneaker. You know, that's like the new thing. Ah, good. I I do not co-sign on flats. Now, look, if you want to wear a flat, that is definitely what you should do. One one of my suggestions to replace flats or even shoes that... um, they might be a sneaker or something you just feel like you want to upgrade is a menswear expired like Oxford. So here's oh. an example of <gasps> a very comfortable shoe. It's pewter. Oh, wow. Which is in it's between like color. silver and bronze. So it's a neutral, Love even that though color. it has a little splash to it. It's like wearing sequins I like during that. the day. And then this is a soft sole shoe company. But the difference is the upgrade, right? Remember, you know, our parents' generation of this shoe, the sole was plastic. Oh my God. And even rounded yeah, on the bad. edges, it was bad. It was, re- girl, it was they bad. They weren't thinking you, about us like that. You know, they, they weren't thinking about us cute. like that. Bloggers, they no, they didn't know. They didn't know. They didn't know. And now they know, no. right? So it's mimicking a leather sole. It's nice and matte black. And this is like okay. walking on pillows. Every time I wear these, people ask me about them, and they say, "Oh, I said they're comfortable. okay." They say they're and I like that. And they give you that. They give you a height. They give you a half an inch to an inch, they but have you don't an feel a little it bit height. It's a hidden platform. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I like lo- that. I can totally do that. Yes. I can totally do that. And I, I've walked past those, and I kind of go, "Huh." 
And I didn't think, okay, well, where, where am I going to place that? But yes. I can put that just about anywhere oh now that God. I'm looking. It's some, something about seeing it here, like, oh, yeah, that is yes. cute. I'm glad you said, where am I going to place that? Because one of the things my clients push back on when I put them in an outfit is, where am I going with this? Where, where am I going to yeah. wear this? And yes. especially when you get to a certain season of your life where you feel like you may not have as many events or things to go to. You're running errands. You're going to work. Yeah. You're doing stuff to support family and, and your kids. But really, I said, you can wear it to the grocery store. You can wear oh, it to can. run your errands. You're not dressing for your audience. You're dressing for yourself. So whatever That's makes true. you feel good, it's always going to be appropriate. That's true. And, I, and I'm one of those people, and, and this may be, you know, I, I was raised by a baby boomer. And so there's still some things that kind of seep in to your life. I know you probably got it too, is that you still yes. want to look elegant and classy, even if you're just walking through a mall. You don't want to look like you just rolled off, fell out the floor and went somewhere. You absolutely want to feel as though you you look good. How you are presenting and how you're feeling about yourself absolutely matters mm-hmm. um, with how you're presenting yourself and how you'll walk and what's your message as well. Yeah, um, absolutely. So I love that shoe. Another thing I want to touch upon here is, and you can take that shoe anywhere. You can style around that shoe. This shoe can go with, Pants, anything. jeans, it could be, it's really cute with a dress, uh, anything. You know what I love? I love that we are doing this, you know, uh, head to toe kind of coverage. So, mm-hmm. and I do have one more thing before we, before we go from our feet and move up. Where are we with stockings and hosiery right now? I have oh not seen a lot of, gosh. I'm, I'm not seeing a lot of bare legs and I love it. You know what? I'm not team either one. I think if you love your skin and you've, um, you know, you've got it looking good and you don't want to wear any pantyhose, that's fine. If you feel like, you okay. know what, I want a smooth look, I don't feel like shaving, whatever. Whatever the reason is you want to wear a hose, I think that looks good too. But that I think hosiery is on the rise in popularity. Yeah. There is, what's her name, Jane Nicole, Jane with J-A-Y-N-E, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's a, a black designer that sells the chocolate nude shade her nude the chocolate nude shade all of our skin tones right there is a return to self-care and doing every single step of the process that era of like the 40s and the 50s and the 60s of a part of the appropriate dress is what you did before you even put on the top layer you know it was your undergarments and your like your pantyhose right. and your slip i was raised by a baby bloomer so um i, I was not I allowed to leave slip. the house without a slip on I remember. I'm like, the skirt is wool. Why do I have, I have on a sweater a and a blouse? Why do I need a slip? A blouse, a vest, a yes, jacket. Yes. What are you doing to me? Yes. Yes. But lingerie, <laughs> you know, lingerie makes what you have on underneath your clothes is like your secret between you and your partner, you and yourself. And so I love that extra step of, of having the pantyhose on. Okay, good. I, I wanted to bring that up because I, I'm seeing it dot in and out. And I actually bought a pair. I haven't worn them yet, but I'm like, I may need these. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's part of getting older. So I'm like, I, I might need it. So I'm just going to get it. And it, I found the right tone too. Mm-hmm. And I think that was always an issue with me is actually finding the right the right tone mm-hmm. to go with, with whatever. But I, I think they're going to pop up in something. Okay, let's move. Let's going up. We're going head to toe and feet to head, however we want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm at, uh, I'm, at, I'm at some pants and skirts. Yes. I guess, again, it's messaging in terms of length. And you let me know. I'll, I'll say this and you let me know if I'm, if I'm off base or if you have something to add. When I'm looking at my length, if I'm doing a long length 
something or mm-hmm. other. If I'm if I'm going along, I'm thinking I'm elegant mm-hmm. and I'm trying to really. It's something about wearing something long, Rebecca, that almost makes you walk mm-hmm. like a, you know, because you're kind of holding the side of it behind you, and yes, you yes. wanted to swish, you wanted to flow, you mm-hmm. you got this, you got the strut with it, mm-hmm. and. If that's your message. Yeah, and I love going up the stairs going with the long skirt. You have to gather it up. Oh, it's it giving makes you Victorian. Sw- it almost, and I'm like running down it's the giving stairs Victor- and it's behind me. Yeah, that's, yeah it's pretty That's magical. what it is. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a vi- magical. Yeah. So if we're wearing, if you're listening and you're wearing um, long lived, think magical, think elegant, think classic silhouette. Mm-hmm. You want it to flow. And, I, and I, that's what I love when I put on a maxi dress mm-hmm. and just... And we flow with it. That's mm-hmm. your messaging. When you're going yeah. short, yeah, you can play with short however you kind of way. And while I have you here, because mm-hmm. I know you you got influence in, in the thing, I when I talk short, mm-hmm. I know this may be old school, but I I really loved that skirt because it was something about having that short that kind of made me feel confident, and then have a skirt over it, Let and me I you felt the thing like about the skirt. People are sleeping on score because a score lets you get away with going above the fingertip rule, right? You could have it at your thigh Say because it. you knew you could bend over. That's what it is. Because you were covered in the back. It was shorts in the back. It was shorts in the So you could be flirty in, in the front, but you knew you could bend over. Yeah. That's where I'm at with that. So I, I do. I don't see them often. No. They They're hard to find. I, but I just want to put the word out there. Mm-hmm. Just want to put it out there. Bring Some of us the love them. Bring okay. back the skirt. I'm good with it. Bring back the skirt. Okay. I, I think you any know. length that you feel comfortable with. If you want to show your knees, you know, there's no over 35. Don't show your knees. There's none of that anymore. Yes. If you like Thank your God. knees and you want to show them, that is up to you. Go for it. I think that's great. It depends. I do. Every length, every fit, if you want it tight or loose, everything is up to you. There are no rules. It just depends on what kind of message you want to send. You know what? You're absolutely right. And I don't want to, I don't want to hold anybody to any particular no. standard because it is about what you think. And I have to say this too. And, and I'm actually, this is kind of a nod to some of the millennial Gen Zers. And that is a lot of that push came from, from that generation. Mm-hmm. I have to say that. And mm-hmm. it really has opened up women like me who've been wanting to do that for a long time and pushing those envelopes and still trying to living in these boxes of how to's and what to do's. Mm-hmm. And you know, it did. So I, you know, I give my hat off to the Lizzo's and I give my hats mm-hmm. off to these, these women who say, what, who, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is how I'm rolling. And I love that. Yeah. You know, I'm glad we made our way up to the waist because once we get past a certain age, you know, we start to have private summers and these hormones start to act up on us. Girl. And, and Ooh, there's man. just, there's no space for like tightness around the core. Right. You do not there want anything isn't. pushing back on your belly button or on your stomach at all. You absolutely don't. And sometimes, depending on how our bodies react to this this season, it doesn't matter how much you work out. There's just that part of your body is just holding all of your life experiences. And it's just going to be like that. So I think it's. Oh, really- I love how you said that. You are so smart and brilliant. She said it is holding your life experience. That is the most. Bri- yeah, I'm going to say is. that everywhere I go. This part right <laughs> here is, is just though. this is just. This is just my life right yes. here. This is it. This and is I've yours. deserved it. And I've I've earned this little, yes. I've earned my pooch. Which brings me to one last thing before we move on from that. Mm-hmm. Leggings, jeggings, it doesn't matter as long as it is looking good. But I okay, don't see the let, jegging now, as listen, much. Listen, we got to draw the line somewhere. Please draw it. And I'm going to draw it with, this is my rule. It has to be of good quality. It doesn't mean expensive. 
it just means good quality. So jeggings, leggings, they're one of those categories like socks. There are a few categories where companies skimp on the fabrication and the stitching. So if you have a pair of leggings that are supposed to be dark denim, but when you put them on and the fibers stretch, it turns almost like chambray and it's white uh -huh. because the fabric is dyed on the uh -huh. top and it's not submerged. That's where I draw the line. You hear that, ladies? Line drawn <laughs> on leggings and jeggings yes, that are not ones. of good quality that suddenly become, you become a meme on the internet. Because someone will see you in them and they will show up. I have seen that and it is ridiculous. All right, perfect. Let's get into, and this is always a tricky thing, and that is jeans. Mm. And you talked about that, the love and the, you know, the growth that you've had that is sitting there now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave that to you. Yeah. Jeans are so hard because you're already starting at a casual level. You're already dealing with a material that is like just traditionally very uncomfortable unless you're yes. in a like higher premium denim or a denim that's got so much polyester there's a lot of stretch to it so for me jeans are just i, I don't wear jeans often usually oh they're pretty uncomfortable between the pockets and the rivets i just don't like all that yes. stuff touching me in the middle but uh -huh. when i do uh -huh. put clients there are some clients of mine that they love jeans so what we do is first of all we if you're a jeans wearer i suggest that you update them they really shouldn't be more than five years old because the silhouette of denim and the wash changes so quickly it's one of those categories that people feel like you can have forever but people are still buying jeans and new jeans are still coming out so they're doing just enough wow. to change them or else they wouldn't be selling any more units that's right i think that especially if for my clients over a certain age you want to accentuate your curves and your waist as much as possible. So I favor right. towards high-waisted denim because it immediately yes. gives you that cinch waist. And when you add a belt, a statement belt, it looks really beautiful and draws attention to creating that hourglass look. Brilliant, absolutely. If you're gonna do denim, I, I love it in a trouser, a wide leg, or something that's completely distressed and like you're gonna paint or something. I love that. There's some really cool denim right now going out where it looks like there's a stripe, like a candy cane stripe cut out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Then you could do that one. I'm that. feeling it. Yeah, I like that. I'm feeling it. Well, first of all, that's the best denim advice I've gotten. I, you know, you don't think about that. You know, they kind of wear and tear and you get into them. You're like, what happened to these? These used to, these used to be my favorite jeans. Mm -hmm. And suddenly they're just like, you feel horrible in them. And they even feel kind of like, why does this feel like this? Mm -hmm. It doesn't even look good. One other thing, uh, as an, like you said, you don't wear jeans often. What are you using as an option? Because, you know, I'm kind of fading out. I love jeans. I still do wear mm -hmm. them, you know, but I kind of like a little option, something else a little mm -hmm. bit more comfortable. What do you recommend, suggest? Pants are really beautiful right now. I suggest finding a brand that works because brands are using a fit model. If you find a seat and a leg from a brand that fits you, then stick with those brands. So then you know Got it. If, if Banana Republic always fits, but Ann Taylor Loft doesn't. Like Each company has kind of a, a fit to it. So I like to wear a lot of pants cropped wide yeah. leg i went through a phase where i wore a lot of paper bag waist pants Did you? Oh, i loved it because it just it's high waisted and so cinched and then like hips just like little waist and big i just love that but um i love it like right now okay. i have on sweater knit pants for the winter and they're really just like wide leg and swing over my boot and I wear like a little two inch shield boot 
I love that. Okay, that's an option. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, take out some of those options. And it, it's it's okay to switch out from the denim. I know some of us are suffering through them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And if you, if you, you are cost conscious them. and or want to protect the earth and, and get involved in being uh, sustainable with your styling practice, there are some great resources like therealreal.com has designer clothing yes. at like 90% off threadup.com is really great that's a great app that i use as well thread up so thread i know up. Okay. that i personally love alice and olivia and they sell that yes. at Neva marcus but they also sell it at thread up <laughs> so they sell it at thread yeah, up sometimes it's new with tags sometimes it's you know gently loved but i love a great upcycle boutique it allows you to try some higher end brands that maybe you wouldn't normally buy full price Oh, that's such great advice. Oh, we are getting, we're getting the good stuff, ladies. We're getting it. <laughs> um, let's go to accessories. Okay. Um, we got belts, we got earrings, mm-hmm. we got so much out there right now. Mm-hmm. But where should we, what is your must-have accessory that you definitely ought to have? My must-have, number one, are um, belts of various yes. widths and lengths. So I'm going to belt a sweater, a trench coat, sometimes, especially with my outerwear, it comes with a matching belt I'll take that belt out and then put in yeah um, a leather belt so yes. your waist is going to go above your hip bone to right below your bra line your breast line and okay then let me I, make sure we have that I, that's, that's a waist belt mm-hmm. it's going right below right below where your bra hits in between right there your and, your, and above your hip bone you can feel the top of I your, gotcha so feel in the between there it. okay and then okay. you need waist belts so this is a oh, nice that is braided beautiful, belt. Rebecca. Nice. I love that it belt. It ages really beautifully too. It does. That's what I love. Something that a belt, if you have a really good belt, you can, something you can always reach mm-hmm. back for it. Mm-hmm. Good quality, good leather, beautiful color. Yes. Classic. You can always reach back this for it. This looks really good when you wear something that's um, right at the hip. Tuck your sweater, okay. tuck your shirt in, tuck your blouse in, and really accentuate your waist. Tuck it in, accentuate the waist. Yeah, no Everybody matter what the that? waist number is, it's, it looks good, okay? Put a it does look it. good. That, I, Put a belt around it. That's my number one accessory. I think other things Got like it. that, like earrings, necklaces, those are really emotional pieces. That's usually where people tell a story, right? It's a pair of earrings that yeah. someone gave you or a necklace that has a charm that was a gift or... Um, just spent some time with That's some girlfriends this past weekend. She was wearing her mom's chain. That's true. You know, so I don't yes. really, to me, you know, you don't read people's journals. You don't read people's text messages. I don't mess with people's necklaces and earrings. You know, that you wear what, what you that. feel attached to. And you know what? That is so true. You hit that perfectly because I do that all the time. I didn't think about that I'm doing that, mm-hmm. but I absolutely do that. When I'm feeling some type of a way, I will jump into my mom's favorite necklace or I will throw on even her favorite scarf. Sometimes I'll wear her scarf or something like that. It is absolutely true. And I do love, I do love scarves too, but it is an emotional thing. I'm so glad you made that point and given us so much great advice. And before we wrap up, I'd like for you to kind of tell us some of the things that your your styling process and what people can start to think about uh, on their own when they're trying to move into the season, trying to not just change up, but to take what they already have as a person mm-hmm. and say, this is who I am and this is how I'm going to do it. We've already talked about editing the closet. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that you, that you do with your client before you even start uh, styling them? Yeah, absolutely. Before I even style a client, we don't actually touch any clothes. 
you know, we sit down and we have a conversation about when was the last time they felt beautiful? And when was the last time they felt seen and they felt comfortable in their clothes? And we really talk about how long ago that was and what has happened since then to change their point of view. I know personally, after before having a child, I wore a lot of mixed prints, a lot of black and white graphic prints. And if it didn't make sense, I didn't mind. I just love looking like uh, abstract painting. And after I gave birth, I, I, I don't wear prints at all. I wear mostly earth tones and all solid, and it has to wow. feel really good on my skin. And it's just really important for my clients. I, I want my friends, my clients, everyone to understand that the, your language comes out of your mouth for sure, but there's also a language of clothing. And so I want people to find that voice so they can say what they want to be said about themselves. So I, I, I often that. say like that style is not according to what's in, it's according to what's inside. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I, I, I can't think of anything better to say than that. I don't have anything else to oh, say than that. I think I want to leave that right there. Everyone uh, listening in the audience, this has been Rebecca Force, and she is a force. I told you. I told you. And she brought us this love and this great advice, and I hope it's been helpful to you. And we appreciate your listening. And Rebecca, thank you so much. And um, when I clear out my closet, I'm going to have to bring you back and say, yeah, you did good. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you for listening to 50. Now what? Make sure to follow us, rate, and share the show. Make sure to follow me on Instagram for continuous updates at 50 Now What Podcast. That's 50 Now What Podcast. You won't want to miss our next episode on June 23rd, where we talk with Terry Jones about all things money. We discuss where your money should go, investing 101, myths about credit, and so much more. Make sure to tune in to the next episode. This podcast was produced by Rainbow Creative with producer Matthew Jones and producer and editor Sean Leviashvili. I love working with this team. To learn more about making a podcast for you or your business, visit them at rainbowcreative.co.